And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening to you. Beningo, the Yoda Paint Podcast. It is Monday. It is December the 19th, which is my father's birthday. God bless him. May God rest his soul. He's been gone for a long time. God bless you, Dad. But it is uh, Monday, December 19, 2022. And, of course, just uh, a few days before Christmas. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast is brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, Anita Discount Tire, and, of course, our friends at DraftKings. You know, I'm, I'm going to quote Roger Daltrey in The Who, okay, from the classic We Don't Get Fooled Again, all right? If you know that song, great song from the uh, Who's Next collection, Best album The Who ever did. Meet the new boss. I won't sing it. Same as the old boss. Because that's basically what's happened here with our New York Jet football team. Because they fooled us all year into thinking that this was a legitimate playoff team. That this defense was a legitimate championship caliber defense. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. And as far as the head coach, and I really want I really want to believe in this head coach. I really want to believe in Robert Sala. I am sick and tired of the revolving door of head coaches that has been the Jets really for their entire time of existence. So I want Robert Sala to be the guy. And there's so many things that you say. You look at Sala, you know, they play hard for him, the whole deal. You know, he says all the right things. I think he's a little too soft with his players because he never has a criticism of his players at all. And it was plenty to freaking criticize yesterday. But yesterday, and I'm going to start with this, you know, I'll get to the defense, I'll get to Zach Wilson, I'll get to all of it. But I'm going to start with the coach. Final drive of the game, Jets are down three, they're driving, they're driving. Zach hits Garrett Wilson for a first down. It's very close to the first down market, but they give him the first down. There's about 40 seconds left in the game. The Jets have all three timeouts. And Salah doesn't call timeout. What are, you, what are you doing, Robert? What are you doing? And then after the game, after the Jets have this just brutal freaking loss, now their third straight loss, every one of them, one more brutal than the other. They've actually lost four of the last five. You know, since the, since the, since the uh, bye, they, they're one and four. They've lost four out of five games. And every one of them was an absolutely brutal freaking loss. This one more brutal than any. After he doesn't call timeout with 40 seconds left, with all his timeouts left in a three-point game, he gives you the hum and a hum and a nonsense that as long as you have three timeouts, you're fine with the time. Well, no, you're not. You know, he ended the game with still one timeout in his pocket. Memo to you, Robert. You can't use it. You can't push it ahead to the game Thursday against Jacksonville. You got to call timeout. With 40 damn seconds left in the game. Unbelievable. And in the nonsense he gives me after the game, the, the, I mean, come on. Really? Really, coach? Really? You got to go look at the film? Really, coach? Maybe you made it. Maybe I should have called time out there. Really, coach? I got three timeouts left. I got plenty of time. Really, coach? A and I want to believe in this guy. Brutal. Brutal by Robert Sala. So we'll start with that. Now I want to get to my defense, okay? I am so tired about hearing how good this freaking defense is. 
This defense is completely overrated. You know, everybody wants to talk about Zach in this game, okay? And we'll get to Zach, but he wasn't the reason they lost this game. They lost this game because the defense stunk, all right? Let's be real. Let's be real. And we've seen it for weeks now. This defense hasn't played good for over a month, going back to the bad game, going back to that game. Because even though they won that game 31-10, you know, they were playing the crummy Bears. They were playing Trevor Simeon. It wasn't Justin Fields. And by the way, did you see the touchdown run he had yesterday in that loss to the Eagles? you got to be kidding me. But we saw their missed tackles in that game against the Bears. We saw both our all-pro cornerbacks get beat big in that game, both Source Gardner and DJ Reed. But it didn't matter because Mike White tore the Bears up. The Bears stink. The Jets won the game 31-10, you know. Nobody talks about how the defense really really wasn't very good in that game. And then we go to the Minnesota game. And the defense puts them in a 20-3 hole in the first half where the defense couldn't get off the field as the Vikings hit first down after freaking first down. Seven out of ten for first downs in the first half of that game. And the Jets were down 20-3, actually 20-6 at halftime. Then they 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 get back in the game in the second half against Minnesota. They get it to 20 to 15. And then what happens? The Vikings go right down the field for a touchdown to take make it 27-15. That turns out to be the winning points in the game that they lose 27-22. And of course, that's the game where Barrios drops what should have been the game-winning touchdown pass in the end zone on fourth down for Mike White. So the defense terrible in that game, right? Then last week against Buffalo, same crap. After the C.J. Mosley, and we got more to say about him in this game, jumps offside when everybody in the world knows on a fourth down the Bills are not going to run a play and they're just trying to draw the Jets offside, and Mosley decides he's going to jump over the line of scrimmage and give them the damn first down. The Bills go right down the field for the touchdown, 7-0. Then when the Jets drive in to start the second half with a long touchdown drive to tie the game, what happens? The Bills are the next series right down the field for the touchdown giving them a 14-7 to lead. And then yesterday, with the game on the line, Wilson hits Uzama for the go-ahead touchdown with, I don't know, two and a half, whatever it was, minutes left in the game, three minutes left in the game, whatever. The Jets are finally up 17-13. The Lions need a touchdown to win the game. They get to a fourth in inches. They hit about three three third downs, too, to get to this point. They got a fourth in inches from midfield. Touchdown. You got all oh, just keep them out of the end zone. Even if they get the first down here, we'll live with it. Fine. Just don't give up the damn touchdown. Fourth and inches. Jared Goff hits this backup tight end. I don't even know the guy's name. Brock Wright or whatever the hell his name is. He couldn't be more wide open, right? Couldn't be more wide open. He basically walks in 50 yards for the game-winning touchdown. Really? And again, it was C.J. Mosley. It had C.J. Mosley, the overrated. How overrated? I am so tired of hearing how terrific C.J. Mosley is. Does he ever make an impact play for this team? Yeah, he does the other way. He makes impact plays for the other damn team. Like we saw last week against Buffalo jumping offside. And yesterday, when he's nowhere near the freaking tight end, he's running away from the guy as he's wide open going 50 yards for the goddamn touchdown to win the game. I'm tired of hearing how good C.J. Mosley is. He's freaking overrated. Can he make a play? Does he ever get a sack? Does he ever force a turnover? Oh, yeah, he did get an interception in the bad game when the game was already over, right? Game was over. He got a meaningless interception. 
And with that said, that's another thing about this defense. They never force a goddamn turnover. The last five games, they forced one turnover, and that was the one I talked about with Mosley in a bad game when it didn't matter anyway. They didn't force a turnover in the loss to the Patriots. They didn't force a turnover in the loss to the Vikings. They didn't force a turnover in the loss to Buffalo, and they didn't force a turnover yesterday against Detroit. I'm tired of hearing about how damn good this defense is when they never take the ball away. Did you see the Giants last night? They won a big game against Washington. You know why? Because they forced two huge turnovers against Tyler Henke, and that really was the difference in the game. Kayvon Thibodeau with a, a strip sack, he recovers for a touchdown, and then the big play they made, Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence forcing that fumble on that uh, third down play with the, with the Redskins. <laughs> Did I say Redskins? Where the Commanders were getting ready to kick a, at least a field goal to cut it to a two-point game. That's why the Giants won yesterday. Because of the... Because of the, the job they did, the job they did defensively, forcing turnovers against Washington. This Jet defense never forces a goddamn turnover. And I know Quinn and Williams didn't play yesterday. I get it. I get it. But this defense has got enough that they still should have won this game. And they stunk right from the beginning. Let's be honest. The opening drive of the game, the Lions drive right down the freaking field. They get to the freaking one-yard line. Okay, the Jets stopped them there. They make the goal line stand, big deal. But now the Jets got the ball on the two-yard line. They can't move. And everybody's killing Braden Mann for the punt out of the end zone. But he had no room to punt the ball. And then, of course, the return the, the, uh, the Lions return it, the, the punt for a touchdown to take a 7-0 lead. No, that touchdown is on the defense because they allowed him to go right down the field and, and the Jets got the ball on the two-yard line and the punter's got no room to kick the damn ball out of the end zone. That's on the defense. The defense had no sacks yesterday. Jared Goff, for the most part, they got some pressure on him later on in the game, in the second half. For the most part, Jared Goff had all day to throw the ball. All damn day. I think it's the only game all year that just didn't have a sack. All day to throw the freaking ball for Jared Goff. Really? Really? And how about the running game? You know, the Lions rushed for, I think it was 105 yards in the game. How many times... Did the Lions get seven or eight yards before the guy, the running back, even gets touched by the defense? Huge holes for the running game. I'm drinking coffee. What a disgrace. I, I, I really, I, I'm, I'm so damn pissed off. I really am. I'm tired about hearing how good this defense is. And then with the game on the line, what do they do? The Jets take the lead, right? Take the lead. Well, oh, well maybe we're going to win this game. Maybe we're going to win. Nah, because the defense stinks. The defense is freaking overrated. Can they make a stop there? Fourth and inches? You let the, the backup tight end be wide open for a 50-yard game-winning touchdown? Really? With C.J. Mosey at the end of the game, after he blows the coverage and basically costs the team the game, what does he do? You see him on the sideline throwing his helmet against the bench. Big deal. Am I supposed to get excited by that, C.J.? Give me a goddamn break. What a disgrace. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm so pissed off. I really am. And everybody's blaming Wilson. And look, here's the bottom line on Zach yesterday, all right? Zach can – Mike White is – the bottom line is Mike, Mike White is better. Zach made some spectacular plays yesterday. You know, if, if it was playground football, seven-on-seven seven football, Zach Wilson would be a Hall of Famer. He's tremendous getting away – you know, rolling out, get him outside. I said this all the time. 
The guy's tremendous. You know, getting him out of the pocket, he makes plays. He made all kinds of plays yesterday. The touchdown pass to Uzama, although the ball was in the air for about 20 minutes on that uh, first touchdown pass that tied the game 7-7. He made some plays, some deep throws to Garrett Wilson, a throw he made to Elijah Moore on really the final play of the game before they before Zerline missed the 58-yard field goal. He knew he wasn't making that kick. He just knew he wasn't. Not the way the game was unfolded at that point. You know, there was no way he was making that. I, I just, I, I mean, I know Wilson made some plays yesterday, but he can't, he can't stand in the pocket and throw a pass. How many passes did he miss? How about the final drive of the game? Final drive of the game. He had Braxton Barrios behind the defense, wide open, wide open for at least 50 yards, and he overthrow him, overthrows him. Same drive. He's got Elijah Moore on a slant pattern over the middle, going toward the sideline, wide open. He totally misses him. It would have been 25, 30 yards, and Moore would have been able to get out of bounds on the last drive. Totally misses him. How many times did he miss Garrett Wilson in this game on slant patterns? And I know Garrett got upset on the one play, but I don't want to hear it. He should get upset. And, of course, Zach had to throw his obligatory, you know, crap interception in this game to cause the Jets a field goal. First drive of the second half, 10-10, and Zach puts up one of his uh, lollipop throws that he doesn't see the coverage and the defensive back comes over and intercepts it and leads to a lion field goal to give him a 13-10 lead at that point. I don't want to hear it, you know. Zach is not the quarterback. Mike White has to be the quarterback of his team. And I got a memo, and I love the guy, okay. I love him. I love him. I love him. I heard this from my buddy Tommy Keenan. I love Jerry Recco. I love the guy. Okay, we go back 100 years. Jerry, I don't want to hear this nonsense that if Mike White's not is cleared to play, that Zach should still play because we got to find out about Zach. You know what? We've already found out about Zach. We know what he is. Here's the bottom line. Mike White is better, okay? This team still has a chance, amazingly, to make the playoffs, okay? It's still a realistic shot at the playoffs. They got to win out. They got to win out, and they need – New England or or San Diego or the Chargers, I still call them San Diego, to lose a game. And that's not out of the realm. And how about the how about the way the Patriots lost yesterday to the Raiders? Oh my God. On on a brutal day, if you're a Jet fan, if you watched the end of that game, you had a smile on your face watching Belichick have indigestion as he walked off the field as his team basically handed the game to the Raiders. How about that? That at least made you feel good if you're a Jet fan. I mean, that was on. I never seen that ever in football. The way the Raiders blew, uh, the way the Patriots blew that game to to the, the, the uh, Vegas Raiders yesterday. Thank you, thank you very much, New England. So they still got a realistic shot to make the playoffs if they win out, and either the Chargers or the Patriots lose one game, which is certainly very realistic. New England still has to play the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Bills. I don't think they're running the table, but can I believe that my team is? Are the Jets going to beat the Jaguars? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Jacksonville Jaguars are one game out of first place in their division after they came back yesterday from 27 to 10 to beat the Cowboys in overtime. Nice job by Dallas. And, of course, the the Titans lost their game to the the Chargers 17-14. So now Jacksonville's only a game behind them. The paperweight uh, Titans, who are now, they have the same record as the Jets, and they're leading their division at 7-7. So I don't want to hear about Zach. He didn't cost us the game. I'm not blaming Zach for losing this game. All right? It's not on him. He wasn't great. He missed a million throws. How about the throw out of the backfield to Berrios? How many times have we seen 
on these little passes out of the backfield, basically at the line of scrimmage, you want to call it a screen pass, whatever you want to call it. How many times have we seen Zach bounce it like he did yesterday to Barrios? Right there, little two-yard pass. Nobody around him. He bounces it to Barrios. How many times have we seen it? No, Mike White is better. They win it. I'll tell you right now, they win yesterday if Mike White's the quarterback. They, they win. There's just no question about it. But I don't, this game, to me, though, wasn't about Zach. This game was about the coach and, and, and the terrible clock management at the end of the game. And this is about the defense, which is freaking overrated. I'm tired of hearing about this goddamn defense. They never force a turnover. Never. One turnover in the last five games. One. Big-time defenses take the goddamn ball away, and they never do. And then with the game on the line, time in and time out, I've been watching it for years. Really, it, 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 the Jet defenses for years have done the same thing. How many times have we watched the Jet defense with the Jets leading in the game, closing minutes of the game with a chance to close it out, the defense with a chance to close it out, and they give it up just like they did yesterday to Detroit? I am sick and tired of it. We've been fooled all year into thinking this team is a legitimate playoff team. And you know what? They're not. And this defense is freaking overrated. I'm tired of hearing about how goddamn good the defense is because they're not that good. And they, they to me, the biggest reason they lost this football game yesterday was because of them. And they have not played good, they have not played good football since the bye, as far as I'm concerned. Not one sack. Not one forced turnover, and then with the game on the line after the Jets take the lead, here we go. How long does it take them to be in the end zone? Not long. 75 yards, boom, 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 and you lose. I can only pray that Mike White is the quarterback on Thursday. I don't know if he's going to be clear to play. Wilson's probably going to play. But I got to see this defense play better. To me, it's time for this defense to start playing up to the press clippings they've been getting. Take the ball away. Sack the quarterback, stop the other team when the game's on the line. Stop the other team after you you score a big touchdown. You know, it's like the pitcher in baseball, all right? You're a, you, you, just got, you just put four runs on the board in the top of the inning, and your pitcher comes back in the bottom of the inning and gives up five runs, right? That's basically what the Jet defense has been over the last month. And I'm tired of hearing the coach say, well, you know, the competition, we are the level of competition we've been playing, Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, bullshit. You should have won every one of those games. Maybe if your defense plays better, maybe if you know how to handle the goddamn timeouts, maybe you would have won at least one of these games. And the offensive line, let's talk about them too. They stunk yesterday, all right? There was pressure on Wilson all the time. They couldn't run the damn football all day. I think Bam Knight had 23 yards rushing in this game. The one nice run they got for a big first down, uh, holding penalty, George Fant. Of course, why not? The same George Fant that had a huge holding penalty in the game against Minnesota a couple weeks ago that cost him a touchdown. Unbelievable. I'm disgusted. No, really, you're a Jet fan today. You're freaking disgusted, and it's a miracle that this team still has a shot to make the playoffs. And we can only thank the New England Patriots for blowing that game to the Raiders yesterday. Oh, my God. If you saw the end of that, I'm telling you, it put a smile on my face. Even the touchdown that tied the game, it looked like Keelan Cole's foot was out of bounds. I couldn't believe they didn't overturn it, and they didn't. For once, they stuck it up Belichick's ass, the referees. 
Like here, here's a gift from the gods. I couldn't believe they didn't overturn that touchdown to Cole, but I was thrilled they didn't. And then the final play, if you have not seen the last play of the Raider-Patriot game yesterday, you owe it to yourself to see it, especially if you're a fan of the Jets. Really, you do. If you're a fan of anybody in the AFC East, Buffalo, Miami, or the Jets, you need to see how the Patriots blew this football game yesterday to the to the Vegas Raiders. Oh my God, <laughs> unbelievable! I I I I'm I'm just so oh my I'm just oh. How did they freaking lose this game? Oh, and Mike White's got to be look. Mike White is the quarterback of this team. Can we pray, pray some freaking, maybe they can go find freaking Fauci, okay? The disaster that he is, you know, maybe freaking Fauci will clear Mike to play this week. Because God knows we need him against Jacksonville. Because we still got a shot to make the playoffs, even though, don't count on it. Even though we've been fooled again. And I need to see this goddamn defense play up to what they, you know, the press clippings have been all year about them. They are not an elite defense. Elite defenses force turnovers, and elite defenses do not allow the other team to steal the game with the game on the line, to go 75 yards for an easy touchdown to win the game at the end when the great middle linebacker, okay, well, I'm tired of hearing about how good he is. He's, all, he's He couldn't be more overrated, C.J. Mosley, blows the coverage. And the the backup to the backup tight end goes 50 yards for the game-winning score. Unbelievable. Now, let me get my sponsors in here because I'm so goddamn – I'm telling you, I, I am beside myself pissed off today. I really am. I'm pissed at everybody today except my wife. All right. I don't know what she's getting up for, but oh she's – No, I'm just – I'm just I'm, – I'm scrambling oh, with papers. Your... Oh, I'm pissed off. My wife thinks something was wrong. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a Jet fan. That's what's wrong with me. <laughs> All right, let's start with let's what a mistake that was. What was I thinking about in 1965? Oh, Joe Namath. Oh, I love Joe Namath. This is my guy. Ah. Oh, ah, yeah, stick it up your ass for the next 60 years. All right, let's start with the Hackensack Brewing Company, located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge. My buddy, and thank you for I want to thank my buddy Mike Jones, a big Raider fan that he is. Thank you, some thank you, Raiders. Thank you, Patriots. Thank you for the win yesterday. Ten minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in the in Hackensack. And you know the deal. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Coming up on next live podcast, looks like it's going to be January 13th, the Friday night before the playoffs that the Jets probably will not be in before the playoffs open. Looks like the Giants will be there, not the Jets. January 13th, Friday night at the Hackensack Brewing Company. John Jastrzemski will be with us. I'll keep you posted. Go see Mike. Go see TJ. Go see everybody over there, Herb, Andre. And don't forget to try my Oda Payne beer when you're there. Then, of course, the Adidas Discount Tire in uh, beautiful Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Uh, you need work on work done on your car. You need tires. Go see my son, Johnny. Go see Ari. Johnny's happy to... Saints beat the Falcons yesterday. How about that? How about the NFC? Can the Jets be in the NFC South? <laughs> Tampa Bay gets, after have to having a 17-0 lead on the Bengals yesterday, they get blitzkrieged by the Bengals and lose 34-23, right? 
They're still in first place. They're six and eight and still leading that division, of course, headed by the stellar coach that Todd Bowles is. Everybody else in the AFC, NFC South is five and nine. And even the Saints, as bad as they've been this year, uh, with three games to go, still have a chance to win the division. They're only one game, one game behind the Bucs. Actually, it's more because the Bucs have beat them twice this year. But they still got a shot. You know, eight and nine might win the division. Seven and ten might win that division. Unbelievable. Everybody in the NFC South, except the Saints lost yesterday, and every and everybody is still right in the thick of that division race. Everybody one game behind the lousy Tampa Bay Bucks. So Johnny is happy. Go see him at Anita Discount Tire, Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. See Johnny, see Ari. They'll take care of you. Tell them Beningo sent you. And, of course, the, my buddies at DraftKings, the uh, official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. I did not have a great week. I went 1-3-1 and one in my picks. I pushed on the Titan game. And thank you, Giants, because that was my one win yesterday. So 1-3-1. and one. At least I got one win yesterday. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check it out right now. Everybody can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code O, 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 the pain. And God knows there's a lot of that today. All right. Just remember, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right. Beningo, the Oda Pain Podcast. God knows I got a lot of pain today. No, really, I am so damn pissed off with this football team. I really am. I'm so so ticked. And I'm ticked at the coach. I don't want to hear about the level of competition. All right, coach? You could have won every one of these freaking games. Minnesota, thank you, Braxton, for dropping that pass in the end zone. Should have won that game. Should have won the Buffalo game. How about blocking for Mike White instead of him getting cut in half in that game? And then obviously should have won. Yeah, I mean, absolutely should have won yesterday. And I am tired of hearing how goddamn good this defense is. They are over, over, overrated. Really, I, I, I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And it's a miracle that the Jets are still in the race. And like I said, this defense has got to start taking the ball away from the other team. They never do. The big-time elite defenses, they always take the ball away. I'm going to go back again. The Giant game last night, they beat Washington because of two huge fumble recoveries by the Giants, one for a touchdown by Thibodeau, and one that prevented them from kicking a field goal late in the game that would have cut the game to two. Would have cut it to two, and you know they would have had a chance to pull the game. They would have only needed a field goal at the end of the game instead of a, a, a touchdown to win if they make that, right? I guess they still would have needed a touchdown. That's true because the Giants kicked that field goal to make it 20-12. to 12. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, you have to take the football away. 
and they didn't yesterday. They stunk all day in every phase of the game, starting from the opening drive when the Lions went right down the field, uh, even though the Jets stopped them on a two-yard line. That really set up the punt return for the touchdown. So I'm disgusted today. I really am. I, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. I really don't. So Thursday night, they play the Jaguars. Now I'm hearing my guy Ira told me that the weather is supposed to be terrible. I was supposed to go to the game Thursday night with my with the great cousin, bro. I I am I hear the weather is supposed to be really bad. Rain and wind on Thursday night. But I'm going to go back to this again. If Mike White can play, if he's cleared to play, he better freaking play in this game Thursday. And if by some miracle they win with Zach at quarterback and he still plays in this game, and I know everybody's going to talk about all oh, the two – the first and second pick in the draft from last year, Trevor Lawrence looking a little better right now, that's for sure, than Zach Wilson. Look at the game he had yesterday. Like I said, they were down 27 to 10 to Dallas and came back to win that game in overtime, 40 to 34, with uh, with uh, Lawrence throwing four touchdown passes in the game. And you're going to hear all that nonsense. Oh, the first two picks in the draft, all it is. Please, somebody clear Mike White to play Thursday. I'm begging you. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll be on later with Tiki and, and BT. I know you probably, by the time you hear this, that thing will be over. But I'll be on at 1140 for that. Everybody, Christmas is closing in. Enjoy your week leading up to Christmas. Uh, you know, finish your shopping, whatever you got to do. All right, I will be back on uh, on Friday. We'll break it all down for you Friday. We'll do my NFL picks for Week 16. And, and we'll also, of course, on Friday, break down the Jet game from Thursday night. They better freaking win this game on Thursday. Everybody have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. All the freaking love. <laughs>